The following content has been provided by RWTH Aachen University. Yeah, let's finish up the lecture um, with um, the last part. And um, so far, we now have looked into two um, mobile window systems. And as an addition to this, um, for the topic of post desktop, we want to look at another window system that is not mobile, but uh, it has been basically inspired from the mobile window systems. And that is um, tvOS. And um, this is an example of uh, what the interaction on, um, on tvOS looks like. So when you interact uh, with um, your Apple TV, and as you can see here, we basically have a remote control that is used for uh, interacting uh, with the content. The user sits at a certain distance to a distant screen, and that makes the interaction fundamentally different compared to the desktop and compared to uh, interacting with a smartphone. So um, because the user is distant, there is like not really that much connection, and all interaction is happening indirectly. I'm not touching at the screen. I'm not touching objects directly, but I'm uh, interacting with my remote. And what has changed in TV from like what TV used to be to what TV is now is that we have moved from a lean back experience, which is just like sit on a couch, consume content, to a more interactive lean forward experience, more engagement. And that is typically also because of apps. I can consume more information at a time about a certain app. Um, and um, I can even have, for example, my iPad as a second screen application, get more information there. So it's not just like lean back on your couch and do nothing anymore and just watch, but sometimes there are even more interactions going on. Um, this is what the, um, the home screen, so to speak, looks like. It's, it's the equivalent to Springboard in iOS. And um, as you will see, tvOS is actually inspired from iOS 9, and it is actually iOS 9 with some modifications. So it is based on a mobile window system, but still there are significant changes to that because um, similar argument as we had from when we moved from OS 10 to iOS, there is a different way how the user interacts with the system. So the user does not touch the screen. The user doesn't have a mouse. The user doesn't have a pencil. Uh, he uses a remote control. And that is because he sits at some kind of distance to, to the screen. And um, this is basically what um, the remote that is used for the Apple TV looks like. And it is pretty much similar on, on other TV devices that hook onto the uh, smart um, TV um, idea. So we have a um, remote control with six physical buttons here. So there is a menu or a back button, and that is similar to um, navigating on a stack backwards, what you know from um, navigating on uh, mobile devices. But there is no back button that I can tap in the top left corner. Uh, so this is why there is a specific button here that helps you to organize to navigate through the stack. There is a home button, and that is similar to the idea of what you have on, on Android and iOS. You can press that button any time, and you get back to your home screen, where basically all the applications are located. So you don't have to press the back button a lot of times. Um, there is the Siri or search button. Uh, that's something that you can use, where you basically now have a microphone included in your remote control. You can speak inside, 
or Intuit um, to do text search, for example. Because entering text with such a device is pretty tedious, as you can imagine. Uh, even if you use an on-screen keyboard, um, that's, that's really not what user experience should look like. You can, for example, use your smartphone as an additional help to have a keyboard available, but um, typically uh, you don't want to switch or um, um, yeah, switch between different devices um, all the time. So voice input can help here um, to, to optimize that. There's a play pause button for yeah, playing and pausing video content. And then we have these two volume buttons here, volume up and volume down, um, that you use for controlling the volume. That's actually something that you would typically also be able to do with your TV. But as I said, you don't want to switch remote controls too often. So that's why this is integrated in here as well. And with modern TV sets that support HDMI something standard, uh, it actually works with your TV. So you can control the TV control uh, volume natively with this remote here. Beyond that, we have a touch surface here on top. You can hardly see. Um, it can be pressed to um, execute a certain action. It's basically the mouse click or the tap that you know from um, tapping on, um, on the screen. Um, but it only supports, although it is a touch surface, it only supports single finger gestures. Why doesn't it support multi-touch? Technology is there. We know how to do multi-touch. We have iOS. We know how to deal with multiple fingers. Yeah, it's pretty inconvenient like to hold your remote like this and then do a pinch gesture like this, right? It doesn't really make sense. Yeah? And Apple is even not giving you that because developers would probably be so crazy to exploit that and to use multi-touch on this small surface. But it doesn't really make sense. Um, so what we can do is we can swipe left and right, up and down, for example, to scroll content. Uh, and it also scrolls with inertia, so based on how fast I flick. Um, you can also tap here at the, uh, at the different sides. Uh, that's basically similar to a uh, directional pad, what you know from classic remotes or something like this here, where you have physical buttons to move one step to the left, right, or up and down. You can see these buttons here, but there's just like you just tap here. And you can press down the entire touch surface. Now, um, you have to consider some design principles when now designing for um, this remote screen interaction. And this is basically what Apple um, tries to uh, bring across. Uh, the first thing that you need to, to challenge is make the user feel connected. Because the user is at distance, uh, it is pretty difficult to give the same feeling as if you were touching on an object directly, yeah? which makes you feel connected a lot. So the interaction happens across the room, and the Siri remote is there and tries to connect you uh, with the content through touch gestures. And responsiveness is the key here. Uh, as soon as you do something on your remote, it should have an immediate effect um, on what is happening on the screen. And we will see, even if I just slightly um, move my finger on the, on the touchpad, I can already see a visual effect in the UI. It's not like that I need to swipe uh, a certain amount to the right or left, and then my focus basically moves. You will see there is a direct connection um, that is communicated. Also, everything must be clear. You have to use consistent layouts uh, and let the user know where he is in your app at any time. Um, because here, again, I have no direct navigation stack that I can basically look through. 
uh, or that I can tap through, um, it's much more difficult um, to, to um, communicate where the user is. And there's also just one element in focus um, for the user, or that should be at focus for the user. And the focus is the thing that tells the user from all these items that are there on the screen, this is the one that when you're going to press on your remote, I'm going to execute this here. If I'm uh, using my touch device, I can watch my finger and I can move my finger, I can see where my finger actually moves on a certain target. Yeah? So it's pretty clear where the focus actually moves. If I have my mouse, yeah, I'm dragging the mouse cursor, I can see where my mouse cursor currently is. And I need to communicate this focus basically the same way to the TV, but it's not like a mouse cursor and it's not like directly tapping on uh, an item. But we will see how this is done in, in TVOS. And also um, make use of this new um, paradigm, basically, or the new technology that is there. Exploit the massive canvas so we have a real big screen. It doesn't necessarily mean that we have more pixels uh, compared to on an iPad, but you sit at distance and you can basically show um, huge, big content there. Um, and also um, make use of fluid animations because animations, motion, that is something that you know from your TV experience. This content was provided by RWTH, Aachen University.